We shall fight with growing confidence and growing strength in the air. We shall fight on the beaches. We shall fight on the landing grounds. We shall fight in the fields and in the streets. We shall never surrender until in God's good time, the new world with all its power and might steps forth to the rescue and the liberation of people. In times of universal deceit, truth is the only rebellion left. On today's show, I'm going to tell you why I support Ryan Walters for Superintendent of Public Instruction here in Oklahoma. This is probably the most important election in our state right now. We have a decision to make. Are we going to elect somebody who stands up to this nonsense, the pornography that's being peddled in our public school? Or will we elect somebody who enables it? I'm Dr. Everett Piper, and this is The Rebellion. Good morning and welcome to The Rebellion. Thank you for listening into the show. Today's topic is education again. And if you listen to The Rebellion at all, you know that this is a common theme for me. My entire career was dedicated to education. Education changed my life. I was a blue-collar kid. I worked in a factory immediately after graduating from high school. Uh, graduating from high school was something neither my father or my mother did. Neither one of them had high school diplomas. When I got that diploma, I immediately went to work in a local factory because it paid good money. I had a second job. I worked picking apples with migrant workers, seasonal workers, at a local apple orchard. This was my life. This is what I did. When you were 18 years of age or thereabout, you moved out of the home, you got a job, you went to work. There's nothing wrong with that. In fact, sometimes today I think we've lost the value of just taking personal responsibility when you grow up and become an adult and actually get a job, make a living, pay your bills, and build your own life. That was a good thing. Those were good values. That was a good lesson that I was taught by my dad, who was a hard-working man, a truck driver, a mechanic. For a period of time, he tried private business, small business. He owned a gas station. These, these values are things I hold dear. I don't disparage them at all. But what I can tell you is, building upon those values, I got an education. One day, I was encouraged while I was working in the factory to uh, go to college. There was a guy there that was a co-worker of mine. He had a small business. He had a flower shop, and he was working in the factory as a second job to try to pay his bills and make payroll at his, at his small business. He looked at me one one day during lunch break, and he said, why don't you go to school? What are you doing here? So I thought I'd give it a try. I washed off the grease from the factory, and I hopped in my car, and I drove up the road to the closest Christian liberal arts university about a half hour away, and I enrolled in one class to see if I could do it. And it changed my life. It changed my life, obviously. The rest of my career was dedicated to education. I was a vice president of various different departments, uh, enrollment, development, otherwise known as fundraising. Um, I was involved as a special assistant to the president for capital projects and budget management. And then I became president of Oklahoma Wesleyan University about 20 years ago and served there for over 17 years in that capacity. Had a great ride, and I'm very grateful that God gave me an education to open doors that would have never been open otherwise. So I'm not disparaging education at all. Anybody that hears me talk about it, I'm not anti-education. 
What I am against is this pablum that passes as education today in our public schools, whether they be elementary, whether they be secondary, or whether they be the collegiate level. The entire educational establish, establishment, excuse me, the entire educational establishment in America is broken. By and large, you have a few holdouts like Hillsdale College in Hillsdale, Michigan, College of the Ozarks, um, south of Branson, Missouri. And you have New St. Andrews University in Moscow, Idaho. You have Cedarville College in Cedarville, Ohio. You have a few holdouts that are doing a good job. There may be a couple others, too. I'm not, I'm not saying that that list is all-inclusive, but what I am saying is those are the institutions that I recommend when people ask me, where should you go for an education for your kids? Where, where should you send your kids to college? I know those institutions are courageous. They're standing in the face of this nonsense, and they're saying, no, we will not submit. There are a couple others that are trying to do so right now, but unfortunately, over the decades, they've hired faculty that are so left-wing and so progressive at these quote-unquote Christian institutions that now they're having a very difficult time standing their ground. Seattle Pacific University, for example, right now is trying to fend off the LGBTQIA SJWBLMCRT nonsense, but they're having a difficult time of it because their faculty, their faculty have, have voted no confidence. There's been a vote of no confidence in the Board of Trustees at Seattle Pacific University. And over 70%, I'll say it one more time, over 70% of the faculty at SPU, Seattle Pacific University, which promotes itself as a Christian university, over 70% have voted no confidence in the Board of Trustees because of their stand on homosexuality. They still stand on the biblical ethic. And they say that sex should be reserved for marriage between a man and a woman. Oh, shame for shame. How terrible for any Christian institution to do that. 72% of the faculty at Seattle Pacific University disagree with that. And they signed a vote of no confidence in the Board of Trustees and by implication, the president of the university for standing firm on the biblical ethic. So today I want to talk about education. Uh, and again, I, I use this as an intro to tell you I support education. I believe in education. I gave my entire career, uh, essentially my life, to education, the ivory tower, the, the classical liberal nature of education, liberal defined as liberating a liberal education was an education in liberty, a free man, a free woman, a free society, a free culture, a free church, freedom, an education in liberty. That's what the word liberal used to mean. Now it, unfortunately, has been co-opted by the left, and it means nonsense, lunacy. Classical liberals believed in liberty, and that liberty was grounded in the laws of God, and the educational establishment, the ivory tower, was constructed to... Teach those laws of God. Teach those broader parameters, the fences of freedom, if you will. The laws of God giving more liberty rather than less. That was the nature of the liberal arts academy. That's why Jesus' words, you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free, were emblematic of that movement. Those words were actually etched in the headers, the stonework of many libraries across the Western world. Uh, we don't, we're not there anymore. Today, rather than this classical liberal arts education, we've got a we've got lunacy, lunacy. And the reason I'm supporting Ryan Walters for 
superintendent of public instruction here in the state of Oklahoma as he gets it and he's confronting it. No one else is. No one else is. I've supported Ryan Walters from the beginning, and I continue to do so. And the fact that he was on Fox News this past week defending defending um, a traditional, classical view of education, reading and writing and arithmetic, that's what we should be teaching. We shouldn't be loading up our public school libraries and curriculum with porn. And Ryan Walters came out and confronted Tulsa Public Schools for the awful stuff that they're including in their libraries and making available to sixth graders. To sixth graders. This stuff is garbage. After we take a break, I'm going to play a clip from Fox News where Ryan Walters comments on this. And then I'll tell you again why you must vote for Ryan Walters if you're in Oklahoma. This is an important vote. It's a runoff right now. Many of you are tempted to just stay home. Forget about it. But August 23rd is the runoff. One more time. August 23rd is the runoff. Put it on your smartphone right now. Put that down. Remind yourself to get out and vote on August 23rd. There are other, there are other candidates on the ballot at that time. It's not just for superintendent of public instruction. But the point I'm making right now on today's show is you must get out and vote on August 23rd for Ryan Walters. I'm Dr. Everett Piper, and this is The Rebellion. Let's take a break, and I'll be right back in a couple minutes. Okay, welcome back to The Rebellion. I want you to listen to this four-minute clip on Fox News with Ryan Walters being interviewed by Steve Ducey. Here you go. Listen to this. Oklahoma's largest school district has pulled two books from their library after the state's education secretary posted about their explicit material. The books titled Gender Queer and Flamer were so graphic that even Facebook took down its po- his post warning people about them. Oklahoma Education Secretary Ryan Walters joins us right now from Oklahoma City. Ryan, good morning to you. Uh, good morning. Thanks for having me, Steve. I mean, it's, it's pretty wild when a public school has books that are so explicit on their shelves that when I post about it, Facebook censors me. So we got woke Facebook that's got higher standards than the superintendent of Tulsa Public Schools. It's just outrageous. Okay, and because this is a family show, we're not going to show the images. Uh, you described them to me during the commercial. They're not something we would ever show on the channel. Uh, but when, when you complained to the superintendent, what was her reaction? Now, when I, when I made this post to highlight it and say these have to go down, her, her response was to knock it off. Again, what we have in Tulsa Public Schools is unfortunately what we're seeing around the country. We have a social justice warrior who's more concerned about going woke than being a superintendent focusing on academic outcomes. They're the first school district to violate our critical race theory ban. Uh, they're now a district that has these explicit, it's pornography, Steve, is, is one of these textbooks. Uh, and so these are the type of books that they had in their library available uh, to students. It's absolutely outrageous. And this is indicative of why this is one of the lowest performing schools in our state. We've got folks and positions of power of administrators that are more focused on a woke ideology and an agenda rather than making sure kids can read and write. And it's absolutely, we're not going to stand for it here in Oklahoma. And, and these books were in a middle school library, so they would have been uh, available to kids in 6th, 7th, and 8th grades? Yes, sir, that, that's correct. And, you know, and this is the thing. I began hearing from parents all over the state going, hey, when we send our kids to school, 
you know, we are not expecting them to be able to check out a book from the library that's got explicit pornography in it. Right. And unfortunately, this is a tactic we've seen of the far left. They are pushing critical race theory in the schools. They're pushing the sexualization of kids. And unfortunately, one of their end goals is to teach kids to hate America. Right. And what we, we've got to do is go back to teaching our history and ensuring that every young person has the ability to be successful and be inspired by our history. We're the greatest country in the sure. history of the world, Steve. And our kids need to know that yeah. to continue this great experiment that is America. Well, in the light of you complaining about it and Facebook taking down your post, Tulsa Public Schools put out a statement and they read, wrote, we have nearly one million books on our library shelves and are committed to ensuring that students have access to diverse materials that are age appropriate. When we were made aware of the two books with inappropriate images, we immediately asked the secondary schools that had them to remove them from their libraries. So even after the superintendent, Ryan, told you to knock it off, they eventually took down the, the, the books. But just out of curiosity, uh, I know they've got unions there in the schools. The, the teachers are represented by the NEA. Did they get involved in this as well? Yeah, you know, the, the National Teachers Association, the NEA, you know, the National Teachers Union, you know, the sad last week that, you know, we don't need to use the term women. We need to use the term birthing person. That's how out of line with American values they are. Absolutely have come to the defense on this. I mean, that, that's what's so crazy here is that book should have never been on the shelves in the first place. And their reaction was not to hurry and, hey, we're going to make sure this doesn't happen again. We're going to go through a deep dive of all of our books. It was to tell us to knock it off. Yeah. Governor Stitt and I here in Oklahoma, we have called for an audit at Tulsa Public Schools. That has started a couple weeks ago. We called for that. And it's funny, within, within a month of calling for an audit, we find they violate critical race theory ban here in the state, and we find this type of material here. This is what happens when you start to uncover and start to demand transparency in our public schools is you're going to start finding more and more instances of this, and it's yeah. absolutely got to stop. Well, thank you, Ryan, for talking to us and tell us, telling us about what's going on in the, there in Oklahoma City. A little crazy. Steve, one more thing. Yes, you, you know, if people would follow me or Ryan Walters for Oklahoma.com, follow what we're doing. We're not going to allow Oklahoma to go woke. We're going to keep our schools, keep our kids, and make sure that our kids are learning American history. All right. Ryan, thank you very much. Good luck to you. Have a nice weekend. Thank you, Steve. Okay. This is why I support Ryan Walters. And if you've listened to The Rebellion, if you've listened to this show for any period of time at all, you probably recognize that I have spoken about this issue of Ryan Walters and this position before. Um, because I've been involved in education my entire career, and because I retired early from Oklahoma Wesleyan University's presidency a few years ago, one of the positions that my followers and my fans encouraged me to consider was the very position that Ryan Walters is running for right now, Superintendent of Public Instruction. Why was I encouraged to pursue it? Well, because Joy Hoffmeister, the person who currently holds the job, is, is awful. She's terrible. And the superintendent of Tulsa Public Schools is a clone of Joy Hoffmeister. There are two peas in a pod. They're terrible. They're, they're grooming your children, and they don't care that you even know it. They're, they're violating the law. They're t teaching critical race theory, which is against the law, per House Bill 1775 here in the state of Oklahoma. They're violating the law, and they're teaching your kids that one group of people, by virtue of the color of their skin, is worse than another group of people. If that isn't racism, I don't know what is. They're teaching that in your schools. They'll lie to you and deny they're doing it, and then they'll turn around and keep doing it. That's exactly what's happening in Tulsa Public Schools and elsewhere across the state. 
they're teaching social emotional learning, SEL, which is social activism. In other words, they're teaching socialism and Marxist theory. They're teaching your kids to get out and get socially involved, actively involved, politically involved, and they're always telling them to get involved in liberal and progressive agendas rather than conservative ones. And they use the SEL platform, social-emotional learning, to do that. Not to mention the fact that SEL, social-emotional learning, is fixated on the navel-gazing of the emotional. They disparage the rational. They disparage the actual, the reality, the empirical history of the United States of America and of the individual and the human being, and they encourage this self-infatuation with emotion, um, gender neutrality, gender confusion, elevating the self over the science, emotional over the rational, uh, teaching students that they can define themselves by their desires. And as long as they follow their hearts, they can ignore reality. That's social-emotional learning. And again, the advocates of it, the proponents of it will say that I'm I'm wrong. I'm not. I'm not. I, I have degrees in this stuff, too. I've got one of them, their diplomas hanging on my wall, too. Uh, I'll go nose to nose with any of them if they want to debate this. But they won't. They won't debate it because they know they're wrong. Ryan Walters understands all of this. He understands that we've been teaching our students that 2 plus 2 equals 4 is a... We've been teaching our students that that's a racist conclusion, that the objectivity of math is is a product of white privilege. He understands that that's, that nonsense be, is being taught in our public schools. He understands that it's not a good idea to teach our students that claiming to be a female as a biological fact is sexist. It's sexist to say that you're a female. He understands that that's nonsense. He understands that judging people by the content of their character rather than the color of their skin is important, and he understands that many of our schools, Tulsa Public Schools, are teaching the exact opposite. He understands that we should be teaching our students that our American culture is exceptional, that our Constitution is a blessing, it's not a curse, it's not a product of uh, patriarchal white supremacy. No, no. He understands that the objective of public education should be to teach things that actually provide for a healthy public, a healthy public square, a healthy culture, a healthy country, rather than tearing it down and teaching our kids to hate us and hate America. Uh, These are all things that he understands. And when I met with Ryan Walters at the time, people were asking me to run for the job. First of all, I didn't want to. If you've listened to any shows in the previous five, six days here in the rebellion, you know that I've said, I don't want to run for these offices. I have no call. I have no desire to do it. But when people ask you to do something, sometimes even if you don't want to do it, you have to ask yourself, should I, for the sake of our community, for the sake of our culture, for the sake of our kids, for the sake of our state, So when I was asked to run for this position, uh, even though I didn't want to, I thought, well, who else will do it that actually will do the right thing? And I knew of Ryan Walters, and I thought he was the guy, but I wanted to make sure. So I met with him at the Copan truck stop, and I looked him in the eye, and I said, if our culture, if our country is to have any hope, we have to address these issues. We have to address the issues of, you know, the blatant racism of critical race theory, this sleight of hand of social-emotional learning. Uh, 
the ontological insanity of LGBTQIA uh, a subjective definition of what the human being is. The overt misogyny of the trans ide- ideology. Uh, the divisive hatred of Black Lives Matter and being being boldly, they don't even hide the fact that it's that it's driven by Marxist ideology. They say that. And the pervasive arrogance of the National Education Association. I talked to Ryan Walters about all of these things explicitly. In fact, I'm reading from the list the notes that I had as I was talking from him, as I recite these agenda, the, these items on this agenda that I had. I, I talked to him about the absolute non-negotiable of local parental authority. They're your kids. They're not the government's kids or the public school's kids. They're your kids. And parents need to be heard. I talked to Ryan Walters about the need to return to just teaching our kids how to read and count and write and understand the basics of science, like biology and physiology, and the importance of standing against, standing against, excuse me, the federalization of our curriculum, and the necessity of teaching the virtues of our Constitution rather than telling our kids that our Constitution is somehow laden with vice. And how about school choice? Should you have the choice to send your kid to a school that is a good one versus these terrible schools in the Tulsa Public School District and elsewhere across the state? Hundreds of thousands of parents want want these things. They want everything I just cited to be front and center, and they would rather have a trusted conservative at the helm than these left-leaning progressive ideologues like Joy Hoffmeister and the superintendent of Tulsa Public Schools, and unfortunately, many of your school superintendents and principals across the state and across the nation. So why did I not run for this position? It's because Ryan Walters is a lot better. He's a lot better. He understands everything I just rattled off. He understands that list. I talked to him about it. I looked him in the eye, and I said, I want you to stand for these things. Will you do so? Do you understand what I'm saying? And he convinced me immediately that, number one, he did understand what I was talking about, and number two, he would stand for the right things and stand against the wrong things on that list, on my list of concerns. And he's proven it. He just proved it by going toe-to-toe, nose-to-nose with the lunacy at Tulsa Public Schools and calling out the fact that they've got pornography, porn. And again, I, as Ducey said, they can't even show it on Fox News. And as Facebook made clear, they censored Ryan Walters for posting the pictures, the actual pictures that are in these books Genderqueer and Flamer, two different books. And there are more out there. Those aren't the only two. There are dozens of others that are just as bad and explicit. And the fact that Tulsa Public Schools has taken those two books out of their library now because of the pressure that Ryan Walters put upon them, the fact that they did that does not mean that they've culled their entire library and taken all of the porn out, that they've been pushing on your kids, unbeknownst to you, for decades. These two books that Walters featured have pictures of, and I'm sorry to say it so explicitly here on the radio show, I'll try to just be technical so that I'm not violating any policies. They have pictures 
of uh, underage boys engaging in oral sex with adult men. They have pictures of other sexual acts between men and men. They have pictures that, I'm just going to stop there. I could go on and on. They have pictures of all of this type of thing. They're there. You can see the pictures. You can go Google it. Genderqueer and Flamer. And you can find these pictures. Uh, warning. I don't know that you want this garbage in your head. But but maybe you do need to be aware of it. And Ryan Walters had the courage to make people aware that this is the kind of stuff that they're teaching to your kids. And he had the spine and the courage and the conviction and the clarity of thought to call these quote-unquote educators out. This is not education. This is peddling propaganda and porn. And the, and the images aren't the only thing. The actual text that goes with these images, in other words, the narrative of the book itself, and what they describe, what they describe is going on, the narrative between the adults and the boys, between the girls and the boys. The narrative is stunningly awful and wicked. It's evil. I, I don't care if you're a secularist listening to me right now or even if you're outside the Christian faith. Uh, it doesn't, in a sense, it doesn't matter. All of us should be able to agree that as decent human beings, as parents, we want to protect our kids from this type of grooming. We should not be enabling it. And back to my opening comments in this show. It's time for us to elect leaders. Here in Oklahoma, the reddest of red states, supposedly the most conservative place left, in the United States of America. At least some would argue that, with not one county going blue in the last, I believe, five successful, excuse me, successive presidential elections. It's time for us to, to here in the conservative bastion of American culture, to recognize that this is, our culture is being corrupted. It's being torn down right before our very eyes by your local schools. Because they're defending this stuff, and they're telling Ryan Walters to knock it off when he challenges it publicly. Stunning, isn't it? It's time to get out and vote on August 23rd. In the runoff, mark it down right now. Get your iPhone, get your smartphone out. Mark it down right now, August 23rd, the runoff. Whether you're in Osage County, Washington County, uh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Cleveland County, it doesn't matter. Texas County, it doesn't matter. Get out and vote. Get out and vote for Ryan Walters for Superintendent of Public Instruction on August 23rd here in the state of Oklahoma. I'm Dr. Everett Piper, and this is The Rebellion.